Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, family. So glad you tuned in. I hope you enjoyed praise and worship. Switched it up on you. Try to do something new as well. Amen. So, uh, so I'm going to be in your house talking about relationships. I'm going to welcome you into my home as well. So we're still in our relationship series. Uh, seems like you're ready. I hope you're excited about the word today. If you have your, your Bible, your phone, your tablets, whatever you're using, go ahead and go to the Gospel of John. We'll be in chapter 4 today. The Gospel of John, chapter 4, starting with verse 16. And it reads as follows. Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have said well. I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. In that, you spoke truly. Wow, wow. Today's subject is another R&B classic called Just Kicking It. Amen. Today, we're going to talk about just kicking it. Living together and unmarried seems to be more popular now than it ever has been. In fact, stats say that 7.5% million couples live together unmarried approximately that would be about 15 million people uh society has its own view about cohabitation uh they have their own view their own thoughts about it and all that is fine but understanding watch this that i'm a pastor that i have to preach the word of god it tells me in season and out of season which means that i have to preach the word and sometimes watch this i can't worry about tickling people's ears i i can't worry about uh, making people feel good. I have to preach the word of God to hopefully to the point it convicts you in your heart and it leads you to some kind of change. That's why we need the word of God so we can be like the pastors and sing, I know I've been changed. Amen. So if you're not married or cohabitating and you're in a sexual relationship, I come to tell you that you're just kicking it. <laughs> that you're just kicking it. Amen. Don't don't get it twisted. Uh, uh, before I was Pastor George PG, I was homie G, and, and, and I wasn't no angel. Amen. No, no, no. I was very promiscuous, and, and I've done things that I wish I wouldn't have. So don't get it twisted. I'm not here to judge, but I am here to help. Uh, I am here to share, oh God, my testimony and hope that I can help someone today come out of something that they're stuck in. Hopefully I can help someone uh, not make the same mistakes I make. I know it's Valentine's Day. I know a lot of people are booed up and all those good things, but I come to help somebody today because we want to go above and beyond. We want to be at what God called us to be, amen, in our relationships. So before I begin to speak, watch this. Don't get it twisted because I'm talking about singles because uh, marriages aren't perfect either. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, married people, y'all just hold on. I I'm coming down your street soon. I, I promise you. I'm coming down your street. Let me deal with my singles. Let me deal with my maybe engaged people. Let me deal with them. But married people, I'm coming. We're going to deal with everything from commitment to communication to adultery. Yeah, we're going to deal with it all. And, and I'm here to help. So please just peep in from a view right now. If you're married, peep in. Something's going to touch your spirit. But I'm here to deal with my single people to help them get on the right track for what God has called them to be. Amen and amen. So so before I begin, this is a topical message. I'm, I'm using this text as the base of my message, but I'm not dealing with everything that Jesus said. I want to be clear of that. I don't do many topical sermons, but today I am. I, the, the, what Jesus was talking to the woman at the well fits, but I do want to give you some background so you understand what this text says and what it means. Amen. So, so Jesus is the Messiah. They're having a conversation and somehow her relationship comes up in this conversation. So, so while the text isn't exclusively about her relationship status, it does come up. 
The text is more about Jesus being the Messiah, that, that the woman at the well is a Samaritan and he's a Jew. He asked her to get him something to drink. And they like Samaritans and Jews don't deal with each other. They're from a different sect of Jews. And Jesus said, look here, uh, uh, if you go give me a cup of water, if you knew who I was, the one that was giving it, the water I got, you would never thirst again. He's letting this demo down to let everybody know, especially her, that he's the Messiah. He, he tells her about her relationship, about her five husbands and the man she's with now that is not her husband. He said, matter of fact, a day is coming where true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. I feel the praise in my spirit right there. That, that a day is coming where the true worshipers will worship God in spirit and truth. God is coming for his people. And he says, I don't care if you're, if you're a, a Jew, if you're a Samaritan, if you're a Gentile. The people that love me who really want to give them their, give me their hearts. The people that love me and really want to worship and put me on the pedestal I deserve. I'm coming for them. The true worshipers. If you're a true worshiper, get ready to experience God like never before. If you're a true worshiper. Get ready to experience the move of God because God has been moving so much already in this year. And I'm so grateful for what he's been doing. So this is what this text is really about. Getting the true worshipers, but we are dealing with relationships. So I'm going to stay right there. Look at this. Jesus asked her to go get her husband. And he said, and honestly, you reply, I don't have one. I love this because Jesus shows, watch this. He is concerned about our relationships. I, I know sometimes we get on the island by ourselves. We're going through troubles and we think I'm on this island by myself. God, do you even care? God, are you even close? But Jesus asking her whom she was married to shows that God has interests in our relationships. Don't never forget that. Amen. We know her response was, I don't have one. And Jesus said, you're right. Matter of fact, you've had five husbands and the man you with right now is not your husband. So you just kicking it. <laughs> Y'all just chilling. Another classic R&B song from 1993. I don't know. Maybe that was the year. Maybe a lot was going on in 93. I guess you seems like you're ready. But but this week is just kicking it. I think we know that song from the group of Escape. Uh, Every man wants a woman who he can go and just hang. Just the two of them alone. Kick back doing their own thing. And every man wants a woman, every man wants a woman that can always keep him in the mood. And I'm that type of girl. So this is what I tell my dude. Look at y'all about to sing. Kick off your shoes and relax. Your look, look at you about to sing it right now. Try to party out down to the escape beat. Well, I'm trying to help you so you escape some temptation. So you escape a relationship you don't need to be in. That's why I'm here today, man, to help you. But we know the song. It was the jam. We know it. But watch this. She said some things that tripped me out. She said a man really wants a woman that can always get him in the mood. And I come to help a sister today. Yes, you might be able to get him in the mood, but just because he can be in the mood doesn't mean he's going to be monogamous. Oh, I'm preaching already. I'm hoping I'm helping somebody. Just because you can keep him in the mood doesn't mean he's going to be monogamous. Let me break it down for you. Just because you can keep him in the mood don't mean he's going to be faithful. Uh, just because you can keep him in the mood don't mean you're going to be the only one he in the mood with. I'm trying to help somebody right there. Let me say it a little louder. Be careful when you feel like sex is everything. Woo! Be careful, be careful. When you feel like getting him in the mood is everything. Be careful because you have to understand, watch this, you're giving away the most sacred part of your body when you enter into a sexual relationship. And a lot of times, the person we enter into a relationship with that's physical doesn't even have any intentions on marrying us. They have intentions on satisfying themselves. Woo! Are you hearing me? So when a man, watch this, I'm trying to help somebody today. When a man really wants something, He'll work for it. When a man really wants something, he'll wait for it. 
that, that business he got, he had to wait to get that down payment. He saved up for it. That house he lived in, he had to wait and get that down payment he saved up for. What am I saying? When a man really wants something, he'll wait for it. But my daughters and my sisters, please listen to this. Listen, listen to PG right here. You must believe you are worth the wait. Did you hear what I said? You must believe that you are worth the wait. If one of the reasons you are involved with someone sexually, watch this, is because you feel if you don't give it to them, they're going to get it from somewhere else, then that's the problem. If the reason you keep on going into it and giving it up to them is because you believe if I don't, then he's just going to get it or she's just going to get it, then you are devaluing yourself. You are not believing that you are worth the wait. Let me tell you my own testimony. Like I said, I'm not here to judge. I'm here to help somebody today. Me and Lady Thomas, we already had a child pre-marriage, amen, destiny. Our, our destiny must have been to be together because we named the girl destiny. Amen. So we already had a child and here we are. She's three years old. I, I proposed. God told me she the one. This is the one. This is your wife. You better propose or you're going to be a fool. You're going to be a fool if you lose her. Propose. We're about to get married and then we're six months away from the uh, married, from the wedding and we say, you know what? We're going to be celibate. Hold up. We already have a kid. She three years in. We know each other intimately. We're going to get married. We're going to do it God's way, but then we wait. Why do we do that? Because we believe we both was worth the wait. We wanted to honor God with our bodies because it was God who put us together. It was God that was going to bless our marriage. It was God that was going to bless our relationship. It was God that was going to bless our family. So we wanted to make sure that we honored ourselves and each other by saying we worth the wait. Ask yourself, am I worth the wait? Ask, are they worth the wait? The lady at the well had five husbands. But she was currently in a relationship. Watch this. Just because you can be in a relationship doesn't mean you need to be in a relationship. That's bars right there. <laughs> I hope you got that. Just because you can be in a relationship doesn't mean you need to be in a relationship. Amen. Sometimes you don't need to be in a relationship. Sometimes we want to relationships to run away from our problems because we're, we're dealing with issues and we want to be loved so bad. We quick to jump in from relationship to relationship. And God is saying, you don't need to be out there right now. No, 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 no. In your season of singleness, watch this. A couple things. You got to make a priority. I promise I ain't going to take too much time. I know it's Valentine's Day and, and people are trying to kick it with their booze and all. But Pastor George, I want to help you out a little bit. Look at this. Look at this. The first thing you got to do in your season of singleness is watch this. Getting closer with God. That's simple. I know it was deep. I, I, I bet you thought it was going to be super deep and super spiritual. No, it's getting closer with God. Look at this. In your singleness, that 1 Corinthians 7 it, is the reference. God shows the difference between a married person and a single person. The married person has a spouse. You got to attend to your spouse. You got to love on them. You got to talk to them. You got to be with them. You got to encourage them. They are a part of you. The two shall become one flesh. And then if you have a family, you got children. One, two, three, four, five, however many children you have. Then you got a job. And then you got you got activities that you're going to do. You got all this stuff going on in your world. You got to focus on other things besides God. Even though God is still number one, your attention still gets to, has to go to all these other places. But in your singleness, woo, it can be just you and God. In your singleness, you should be learning how to pray like never before. In your singleness, you should be ready to fast like never before. In your singleness, you should be ready to help and do ministry. Why ain't you in ministry in your singleness? God is calling for you in your singleness because in your singleness, if you get right in your singleness, I'm telling you, when you get to your relationship, it will go a whole lot smoother. It will be a whole lot better. You will be a whole lot wiser and you won't get into certain dumb relationships because in your singleness, you've been spending time with God. You've been getting closer to God. You've been hearing his voice. You can say, 
mm-mm, that ain't it. That's the devil right there. Mm-mm, that ain't it right there. He don't mean me no good. Nope. Mm-mm, she just trying to use me up to get what she can get from me. No, it is in your getting closer to God. Discernment happens and you get sensitive to his spirit. Woo. The next thing in your singleness, watch this, is becoming whole. Yeah. Becoming whole is important. Amen. We like to think that we are two, when two people coming together, it's two halves to make one. I, I, I disagree. I say it's, it needs to be two whole people coming together to make that one whole. Amen. Now, you need to come into a relationship and then hopefully lead into marriage as whole as you possibly can. You need to be whole before you have a wedding. Amen. Did you hear what I said? You need to be whole before you have a, before you have a wedding or you're going to be miserable in your marriage. <laughs> I hope you got that. That, that. that if you're not whole, you're going to experience all kinds of problems. Listen to me. Listen to me. Heal singles have healthy marriages. Trust me. I'm a pastor. I know. I, I counsel couples. I marry couples. And healthy singles have healthy marriages. They move into their marriages, into their marriage with good communication. They move into their marriage with better understanding. They move into their marriage on one accord with God, not unequally yoked. Healthy singles, come on in your singleness. You want to get as healthy as possible. So your marriage can live. So your marriage can be blessed. So your marriage can flourish. Singles, hear me now. We got too much stuff you're dealing with. You got to become whole. Maybe it's past relationships. Maybe it's past soul ties you're dealing with. Maybe it's financial issues. Maybe it's childhood issues. I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you in your singleness, you got to be ready to let God fix it before you bring somebody else into your situation, before you bring somebody's kids into your situation. Deal with you in your own singleness to get ready for what God has for you. Watch this. Watch this. These are the things we must let God fix in our life. Because if you are single, watch this, watch this. Pastor, about to get real deep on you right here. I believe, watch this, if you're in your singleness right now, you should be celibate at least a year before you even start the date. What, Pastor? Yeah, 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 I believe that. You should be celibate at least a year before you even begin to think about dating somebody. Why? Because you got to get somebody. If you ain't a virgin already, you got to get that stuff off of you. If you've been in relationships and you got soul ties with people and, and you, you hooked on people because they was good in the bed and bad for your head and all this stuff and mess with your heart and play with your heart. And now you jumping yourself, putting yourself out there to love people that don't even love you. You got to rid yourself of all that. You got to come up out of that. You got to get that. You got to get some self-control for your flesh. So you should say, you know what? I got to shut it down before I even begin to talk to somebody. Hey, Amen. Watch this. Watch this. You think I should go a year of no dating and no sex? Yes, yes, yes. See, 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 then when I find the right one, watch this, I don't have sex with them until I get married. <laughs> That's why I shared my testimony earlier about me and Lady Thomas going celibate before we tie the knot. Why? Because think about this. Think about this. If it takes five years until you meet that person and get married, watch this. If it takes five years, you will be healthy spiritually. You will hopefully be healthy emotionally. You will be healthy financially. You will be healthy all the way around as possible you can. And if it takes five years, if you get married and this death do us part, it's five years of getting whole worth another 35 years of being married and not have no issues. Think about that. 
We make sex such an issue. Remember I talked about it last week that we put sex before the relationship and before love. And we do that and come to find out, watch this, watch this. I dealt with couples. Come on, singles. I'm trying to help somebody out. Because singles, I want to get married. I'm tired of being single. I just want somebody to love me. I want somebody to spend time with me. And it's married couples who don't have no sex, who could keep their stuff hands off each other before they got married. Then they got married and didn't have no communication, no respect, no love for one another. And then they get, get together now and now they don't touch each other. Be careful. Hold on to yourself because if you just say, you know what, I'm gonna wait. If I wait five years, if we're gonna be together the next 35, 40 years, what difference does that make? Why are we in a rush? Let me put some Bible on it. First First Thessalonians 4, 3 and 5, New Living Translation. God's will for you is to be holy. So stay away from sexual sin. That's God talking. That ain't Pastor George talking. Then each of you will control his own body, and live in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion like the pagans who do not know God and his ways. Woo! Y'all hear the Apostle Paul writing to to, to Thessalonians? Look, he he put so much meat in there. Self-control of your sexual desires is a clear mark of the process of sanctification. <laughs> that, that, that God says, look here, you got to get control of your body because if you don't have control of your body, your body will control you. Come on, seems like I'm ready. Y'all think I'm playing. My mind is telling me no. But my body, my body is telling me yes. Come on, somebody. Seems like you're ready. My mind is telling me no, but my body is telling me yes. And then we make bad decisions because of our body and we weren't able to think with our mind. He says, no, you got to get control over your body. Don't be like the people that don't know God and live for their lustful passions. You know God. God is calling you to be holy. Can I come to help somebody that if you learn to be holy, ain't no telling how many heights God can take you to. If you just learn to be holy, I'm telling you, help is on the way. That's what he's there for. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. I get it. You may be weak. I get it. This may be hard. I get it. This might be something new to you that you never even considered. But I'm telling you, if you hold on to God's unchanging hands, I'm telling you, if you trust God and his word, he begins to move in you and give you more and more and more of him and take you to another level. Woo. Just kicking it. In verse 2, she goes on and says, uh, every man wants a woman that can cook him up a good meal. <laughs> no lies detected right there. I, I, I tell you, Lady Thomas is an awesome cook. Hey, Amen. My mom was an awesome cook. So I, I believe that the, a man, hey, what they say back in the day, a way to a man's uh, heart is through his stomach. I don't think much has changed. Hey, Amen. If you could cook a good meal, that give you points on the board. I'm telling you. So if you ladies can cook, keep that's a good skill. Hey, Amen. So so she says that, and I, and I felt that. No lies detected. We understand, watch this, that a man wants a woman that can get him in the mood. A man wants a woman that can keep a meal ready. Come on, we're looking for wise men. I hope you are. You're looking for a wise. Those are two qualities that are great to have. But my question is, watch this. If you are doing all this and you're not married, why would somebody want to get married? Pause for the cause. <laughs> I got to pause for the cause right there. If you're doing all this and you're not married, why would somebody ever want to get married? If you're giving him all of a husband's luxury and not requiring him to be a husband, why do he want to make you a wife? Grandmama said it like this. Why buy the cow when the milk free? I know I'm preaching. Uh, uh, why buy the cow when the milk free? Why are you giving somebody all the luxuries and you not a wife yet? Praise God. 
Amen. Why are you doing that? So we must understand, watch this. Nowadays, it's not just even for the uh, women, but it's for the fellas too. That men can get caught up and be so emotionally hooked and emotionally attached to a woman that can turn them out. And next thing you know, he wants her and wants her and wants her. He lost his mind and now he's stalking and can't get her out of his head. It ain't just for the ladies, it's for the fellas too. Why are we so caught up in having these relationships that mimic marriage, mimic marriage, but not the commitment? Woo! They 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 uh what's they, they they mimic the 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 cohabitating. They mimic the sex, but don't want to mimic the commitment. I'm coming to help somebody today. Come on, come on. We gotta understand. Watch this. If we are just kicking it, we have to be careful. Why I gotta be careful, Pastor? I like I like the relationship. The relationship being, I'm cool. Uh, me and him get along. We spend a lot of time together. He loved me. I love him. We we got a family. Uh, why why I gotta get married? Because God said it. Because I come to find out this. That, 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 watch this. Just because we're just kicking it and it seems good now, when you stop expecting, you start accepting. Ooh, I'm preaching better than somebody responding today. When you stop expecting, you start accepting. Amen. Ain't that a trip that, that you expected to be a wife, but you accepted so much of this and you accepted so much of that that now y'all don't even talk about marriage that it don't even come up. Even though when your heart's desire, you want a ring on your finger, you want your last name changed, amen? At the end of the day, because you have accepted so much, you don't even expect it no more. You just go with the flow. You have lost yourself. God says, come on out of that. No, 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 no. A real man knows the woman he wants. A real man wants to put a ring on the finger and say she's mine. A real man wants to raise up his kids in the admonition of a Lord, a real man wants to love his family, wants his family to be together. And I understand we have blended families. Everybody's uh, story is a little different. Nothing wrong with blended families. I have blended families in my church that some, another relationship comes and, and somebody else marries somebody else with kids. But what I'm saying is that somebody going to come along and want to marry you and want to value you because I got sons and I got daughters and I want to see them value other human beings. I don't want my sons to think it's cool to keep sleeping around, sleeping around, sleeping around and breaking out these girls' heart. I, 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 I don't want my sons to think that. Hey, man, we got to be careful, man, the sons that we are raising. Because if we continue to do what we do and just kick it and then we decide when I don't want to kick it no more, I'm up and gone and on to the next one. Watch this. I've broken her heart. Now I got to deal with this sister. Watch this. Her heart is broken with pieces, but she still got kids. So now because I broke her to pieces, now her kids are getting raised by pieces of her. Woo! I hope I'm helping somebody today. So quit playing with people's hearts. If you don't want to be in a relationship, don't do it. If you don't want to be committed, don't do it because we are letting people be broken because we're playing with their emotions and playing with their hearts. And now the kids are involved. They are involved. And we just on to the next one because everybody is just kicking it. Woo. Pray this word has touched you. I, I, I'm about to be gone after this. But it's a show I like on Disney Plus called WandaVision. If you know nothing about Pastor, I love the Marvel movies. I'm into the Marvel Universe. I guess I'm kind of a nerd with that stuff. I think it's dope how you got 20-something movies together and they all telling one story. But it's a new show called WandaVision. I think it's super dope. And it's about the, the WandaVision, the uh, Wanda Maximoff and Vision. They were a couple. And if you watch the movies, you know Vision, uh, he uh, he died in uh, Avengers Endgame and stuff. So they went through that, and now she's hurt, and she's in pain, and now she's created a whole world, almost, in this town called Westview. She's created a whole, they call it the anomaly, she's created a whole alternate reality. So she's there, she's bringing people in, kicking people out. She's using her little red magic and she's doing this thing and creating a different world. She's even created herself to be pregnant. She's created herself 
to, to have twins and she has a whole town under her own mind control. It's crazy. It's tripped out. She has everybody under her control to think that she has the perfect relationship, that her vision is tight, that they got the twins, they got the perfect neighbors, the perfect house. Everything is perfect. And then one time she looks at her husband and he's dead. And it trip. She, she sees her husband and she's dead and she can't escape her past. She sees his face. That's not how she created him to be. But now he looks how he really is and she's messed up. Can I suggest to you that some of us have been Wanda in our life, the Scarlet Witch, that because we want to keep up with the Joneses and we want our relationship to look like everybody else's and we want people to think that we got it going on, we created this alternate reality. We created a reality where he ain't work and don't do nothing, but I make everybody think he do everything. Uh, We created a reality, watch this, that he be kicking my tail at night and my kids here, and they can't stand them, but because I want to be with them, I'm so scared of being lonely, I make everybody think we all good, and I love him. He's the best man ever. Because uh, he got an addiction problem, he got a drug problem, an alcohol problem, he always using, and because I don't want nobody in my business, I rather fake it and make it look like everything's okay. Because she always cheating on me, all she want to do is take my money, and I didn't caught her cheating so many times, but I'm embarrassed behind it, and I love her so much, I create an alternate reality where my mama think we cool, my daddy think we cool, my friends think we cool, my cousin think we cool, everybody think we cool, because I created an alternate reality. Oh my God, I come to help somebody today. But instead of creating your own reality, watch this, why don't you just try to trust God in your relationships, Amen. Why don't you say, God, I'm tired of this fake thing around me. I'm tired of making things look like they're good and they really ain't. I'm tired of making things look like they're perfect and they're really a mess. I'm tired of making things look like they're cool and it's really chaotic. In this season, God is saying it's time for my people to give me your relationships. You cannot trust me with your salvation and not trust me with your relationships. You got to trust my perfect will. You got to trust that I understand that you're my child and I love you and I'm going to put you in the right place with the right person, but I need you to trust me. You got to understand my perfect timing. I get it. You want to be married right now. I get it, but you ain't ready. I get it. You want a relationship right now, but you're not ready. You're going to spend so much time just kicking it that if I bring the right person around, you're going to just kick them out. God says, no, you got to wait. You got to cleanse yourself. You got to desensitize yourself. You got to come up out of the world and this system and its ways and let me get you in my perfect timing and my perfect will and ultimately follow my perfect instructions. If we follow God's instruction, I'm telling you, you will go from seeming like you're ready to actually being ready for what God has for you. All I'm saying is, church, we got to get to a place in our life. I get it. We all want to be loved. I get it. It's Valentine's Day weekend. I get it. We see people posting their pictures. We see people posting on their Instagram, on their Facebook, looking so in love and looking so cute and matching outfits and all this good stuff. And ain't nothing wrong with it. But wait your time. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but wait your time. Because if you move out of step, my God, a relationship, the wrong one, can damage so much. It can damage you. If you got children, it can damage your relationship with them. And it can damage who you are and your own self-esteem. But I know we're talking about just kicking it in relationships, but I kind of talk to you about the greatest relationship of all. A relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That God has been so good and so kind. That he loves us in spite of us. That the Bible is clear. While we were yet sinners, watch this, Christ died for us. That while I I was in my mess, he already had a message to help get me out. Woo! While I was in the middle of a crisis, he already had the words that connect me to him. 
that God is ready to set you free, to heal you, and start you on a new path. But the, the kicker is you got to believe. If you want to believe that today, close your eyes and pray with me. Say, dear Lord, today, oh God, I believe that your son Jesus came down to this earth, born of a virgin, died for my sins, purchased me my freedom, purchased my soul. Dear Lord, forgive me for any sins I've ever committed, knowingly and unknowingly. This day forward, oh God, I'm moving to living a life that is pleasing to you. I'm living a life that, under, that, that, that is understanding to live by your will, your word, and your way. And if I ever make a mistake, Lord, I will repent swiftly to stay with you. In Jesus' name, amen. That's my prayer today. I pray that you've been saved. I pray that you gave your heart to Christ today. I pray that this word has moved you. I pray that, 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 that you got some insight on relationships. And if you're just kicking it, not going nowhere, if you're not moving to marriage, I dare you to analyze your relationship. Am I making my own reality? Am I making this into something when it's not? Am I wasting my time in this thing? Because it's not real. It's what I'm wanting to be, but it's not what God said I should have. Woo! It's what I'm making it to what I wanted to be, but not what God says I should have. So I pray to God the word has blessed you today. You know, I'm going to continue to do uh, what I always do. If the word is a blessing, if you missed offering time, please. I know we log on at different times. Please uh, get your gift ready with your tithes and your offering. Thank you for those who have been committed with your tithing and your giving. It is such a blessing and we appreciate it. As we continue to uh, get together our food pantry and Serenity's clothing, if we want to be a blessing to the community the best we can, amen. We are the church. We want to make sure that we are helping any way we can and doing what we can and helping any of our members as well. So I thank you. Yeah, we appreciate all that you do. Continue to be looking forward to next week as we're dealing with, uh, we're about to slide over to the marriages next week. So if you want to be married or you are married, tag somebody, tell them, hey, tune in. Uh, Pastor George is talking about uh, relationships and it definitely, uh, hopefully it's a word that will bless your heart. Be blessed, take care, and enjoy your day.